choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. What up, what up, what up? It's Saturday. This is Thanks for Asking. I'm Kells at KMGZ on Twitter. Sorry for the delay, but um, I had something important to do early Thursday, and so I needed to devote time to preparation for that, and wasn't going to be able to give y'all a full and proper show, and I'm glad I actually held off, because there's some more things that have occurred uh, since Wednesday that we can discuss. Um, hope everybody's alright, hope everybody had a good week. Alright, so, let's get started. Um, so, y'all know the Met Ball was this week, so some of y'all are going to know how this is going to go, but don't worry, I, I'm, I, it's, I'm not going to jump out the window. But y'all just know, all of y'all that been listening for a minute, y'all know how I act up uh, for the Fenty Ball. That's what we might as well just call it, the Fenty Ball. Like, it ain't really the Met Gala. So, anyway, starting out, yours and neighbor two. And I actually have two. Of course, y'all know it's going out to Pope Robin the first um, for just coming coming as a Pope, first of all. So, the, um, the theme this year was like, uh, I don't know for word for word, but it was like Catholicism. I just know it was like in the Catholic Church and imagination. So basically, you're supposed to like play off of the Catholic Church, which is like you can't get a better category than that because Catholic Church is all about pomp and circumstance and bullshit. I mean, <laughs> I you know my my um grew up Catholic, so I you know whatever. I'm I'm not saying nothing that nobody don't know, but I mean it's all about show, you know and all of that, so, perfect theme, and I, and I totally expected people to really do it up, like, jump out the window, cause, I mean, cause some years the themes are just like, like, last year, Comme des Garcons, I mean, you could not, you know, you had to Google what that was, and I mean, people did, like, Rihanna killed it as, as usual, a lot of people got it, but, I mean, Catholic Church is so much you could do, so, I didn't, um, so, shout out to Rihanna, who came as the Pope, who shut it down, I mean, Oh, the, like she she nails it every time. The detail on that outfit was like crazy. Like I kept zooming in and looking at it different angles, but really, it's gonna sound strange. But what really to me set the the joint over the top was her shoe. Like because the shoe was just perfect. It was a Louboutin, and it was like perfect. Like she didn't. It's. You know, you know that you really know how to put an outfit together when you know how to wear the proper shoes. Because shoes makes, or I've said this before, make or break an outfit, right? And it would have been very easy to have some old over-the-top crazy shoe, but she kept it very simple because I don't need that because look at, look at everything else. The coat was sickening. The, um, what's the word for the, there's a word for the papal hat. I can't recall it right now. Sickening. Her makeup. Her face. Her face was sickening, like, oh my gosh, she she just killed it. So shout out to her. Shout out to Zendaya, who came as Joan of Arc. That's cre- that's imagination. Like, like the Catholic Church, you can do so much. There's so much history. There's so many stories. It's no reason for you to just be showing up in a dress or a suit with a cross on it. Like, that's corny. And that's not even spe- specific to Catholicism. Like, everybody used crosses. Like, you know, like, you could have did so much. You could have did so many plays on a priest 
outfit. And then I found out later that um, I, I'm not, people said that the Catholic Church approved it. I don't really know how it worked, but I found out that they they dedicated stuff and there was an approval process. So I guess you couldn't have got too crazy. But I don't really know. Like, how can they? I don't know how they can really shoot down a costume. I doubt that everybody was running their costumes by them. Um, but the priest robe, the cardinal's robes, the, the, the pope, um, it's so much, and so many other things. Like, it don't have to necessarily be in the church. Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc is a huge part of Catholic history. You know what I mean? Like, the Reformation. There's so many things you could have done, and people just, I, I feel like they, people just let a lot of people down this year. Like, it was even, everybody was shouting out, um, Lena Waithe. I thought that, that, was corny and lazy and had nothing to do with the theme. Like, you got a, a suit on with a rainbow flag. Like, that's not even controversial. Like, with all the fucking history that the church got with the gays, be it, you know, I mean, so many issues, like, <laughs> that you could have highlighted for the Catholic Church, and you're coming in a rainbow flag, like, all right, sis, whatever. That, I, I thought that was lazy. And I, you know, and, 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 and even, and here's the thing, it was some people that showed up to the ball that looked nice, but if you ain't on theme, you get zero points, because I don't know how you get the invite to the, like, most important, prestigious, whatever you want to call it, costume ball, it's a costume ball, it's a costume ball, you get invited to a costume, you don't wear a costume, that's corny, so, um, you know, Kim, she looked nice, she looked really good, but zero points, because she wasn't on theme. Um, who else? Madonna, but Madonna, you know Madonna gonna kill. Madonna been doing Catholic Church and Imagination since the 80s. She been doing that shit, so she better have killed it. She actually, she looked, she did, she looked really dope, um, but she, I thought it would have been really fly, because, again, so much history to draw on from the Catholic Church, and those of us my age, y'all remember how they used to harass Madonna, and it was all this controversy because they said she was disrespecting the church and back, you know, all this shit. Everybody that's y'all, every Gen X and older, y'all know how Madonna had them niggas having fits. And I just thought maybe she should have came in like one of the outfits she wore. Like when she made, um, what was the video uh, where the guy got lynched? Um, it was um, like a prayer. Goddamn. One of the best videos, one of her best songs. The church had a fit about that, about that video, and just all through her career, so I thought it would have been kind of a, a kind of dope if she would have came in one of those looks and one of those um, outfits that she got some beef about back in the day, that would have been like the ultimate slay to come in that, but she still, she bought it though, I mean, she, the, she Madonna bought it, um, Cardi B looked dope, dressed as the Madonna, um, we saw a lot of Marys, saw a lot of headpieces, which was kind of dope, um, Carla D. Levine, I thought though, was another one, like, imagine, she came as a confessional, like, as a walking confessional, imagination, creativity, people, this is what we're looking for at the Met Ball, we're not looking for y'all to show up in a goddamn dress with some fucking rosary beads and call it a day, and the guys, they don't even try, they don't even try, now, Chad, Chadwick Boseman, the suit, I thought, I'ma just say it, I thought homeboy looked like Elvis, alright, with the cape and shit, and the crosses, I thought he looked like Elvis, a little bit, rock and roll, you know, the old fat Elvis that died, right, but I mean, I, I, everybody thought he looked, I thought his suit, like the suit that he had under that cape, was dope, but, I mean, he looked nice, he was on theme, I give it to him, he tried, he, he came in a costume, I give it to him, I just, to me, he looked a little bit like Elvis, like, I didn't think it was, you know, whatever, but the diamonds and shit in his hair, though, I, that was that was dope. I'm like, where's that and how much does it cost? Because, um, you know, I'll show up at work like that. 
<laughs> like, what the fuck you doing? Um, my favorite new couple, Janessa. Yo, I am so late and, and tired and over on this Janelle and Tessa thing. It's been going on so long. They got nicknames and everything. Like, I had Janessa, duh. That's, like, their couple name. Like, I'm late. Like, this shit been going on since 2015. They've been together or whatever they do for, for three years now, and I'm just finding it out. And I'm just realizing more and more that it's, like, been a thing, and they got this whole it's so many pictures and stuff that I just had no idea about so anyway they're calling them Janessa Janessa is my favorite couple and they came and both of them ate now Janelle Monet, they said I didn't read any description of what her uh, costume was I thought she was dressed as a pilgrim and people were laughing like and I'm, I wasn't talking about the fucking pilgrims the Puritans that came here I'm talking about in, in the Catholicism there are there were pilgrims, like in the Canterbury Tales, there were people who went on religious journeys or whatever, monks, all of those people that went from, like, walked from, like, their village to wherever, they called them pilgrims, and they dressed a certain way, and that's how, to me, she looked like a pilgrim, but they put a picture up of, like, a church scene with, like, the baby Jesus on somebody's, on the monk's lap, and they said that that was, she was dressed as, it could have been, a pilgrim, a monk, similar things, they all have those, you know, they dress similar, but I thought it was dope, Tessa came understated as a priest, so she had a black dress on, it was like a priest robe, and then she had just a collar that was like the priest collar, it was very understated, but it was dope, like I saw it, like, that's all you gotta do, like, you could be simple, you don't gotta have a whole bunch of shit on, but be on theme and use a little imagination, and so she had a very nice, sexy Tessa Thompson dress on, but it was a priest robe, it was a black it had the, um, it was heavy, it was black, it had the, what's that shit called, the embroideries on it, and then she had the white collar, very, very dope, um, it was other people there, I, I, most of the men were disappointed, oh, Jared Leto dressed as Jesus, but that's easy for him, like, he, oh, he we already called him Jesus, so I had to do his put on a crown of thorns, but he put on a crown, but I mean, I, I give it to you for getting in, into, uh, spirit, I mean, that's like going to a Halloween party, basically, and not wearing a costume, like, come on, dog, it's the whole point of the party, is to wear a costume, like, you can come in here in your regular clothes, um, yeah, so, yours and negative two, Pope Fenty, Zendaya, and everybody that showed out at the Met Ball, it was great, um, the ones that did it, did it, alright, so, moving on to current events, and now since it's Saturday, this much more. All right, let me knock this on out. So I was on here talking shit about my Sixers. They were good. They was they could win to the finals. All right, I was mistaken. Okay, that Miami series was very um, deceptive. Um, I mean, I still say what I said. Two years ago, we had ten wins. We made it to the second round of playoffs. That's further than I thought they were going to go. But they they still got a. Um, personally, I think they got out coached. I think they got very out coached by Boston. But I think they still. I don't know. They. St- still gotta trust the process, they still need a few pieces, because Ben Simmons, he's good, but he, he, he doesn't have an outside shot, and I don't know how you could be a guard without an outside shot, because what, the, what happens when you don't have an outside shot, is you, you make it so that Joel Embiid has to come out to the three-point line and shoot shots, because your guard's not shooting shots, Joel Embiid should never, should always be under the basket, because he abuses people under there, and he should only, you know, rotate out on the three-pointer, because I mean, the dude can shoot three-pointers, but it, 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 he should never be out there, and so if he's out there, he's shooting a three, they miss, it's 
they don't chase their ball. They just look lost. They shoot crazy threes. They don't, you know, they, they're too streaky. They, they, they're a young team, basically. They're a team full of rookies, and it kind of showed. But, I mean, we'll be back. And Boston can talk all the shit they want. That's cool. But y'all not going to win it. Y'all not w- going to win the chip. So, and we'll be back, you know. So, and we still young, and we not going nowhere. So, I mean, whatever. And we still got a Super Bowl, but. You know, I thought they would. I thought I thought that they that Miami um, series made them look a lot better than what they actually were, um, because they didn't have anything for Boston. They really and Charles was right. Charles asked. I said Charles was wrong. Charles was right. They really they did. They didn't have any answers. Even playing even playing elite ball, like even when they would go on their runs. I mean, they lost a twenty one point lead. Dog, they was up on Boston twenty one points and lost. So that lets you know, you know, Boston made adjustments to what they were doing. They weren't able to make adjustments to a ball. And even when they were, like, they would go, they would go on a run, they would get up six, ten point Boston to come right back. Like, they just they didn't have any answers for Boston. And extra dumb. Like, that one game, like, this game two or whatever, when they dropped the confetti, like, what are y'all doing? Who drops confetti for winning one game? That was, like, the third game of the series. That wasn't going to be the end of the chance. Like, who drops confetti? I thought that was stupid. Like, Y'all played yourselves with that. Y'all deserved all the all the um, ridicule y'all got for that because I, that didn't make no sense to me. Like, get like, just a young team. Like you in the series, winning one game, you don't celebrate that shit. Um, and definitely not with no goddamn confetti. Like y'all just won the championship. Um, I don't know. I guess they trying to be like the Eagles, but the Eagles won. The Eagles went out in 16 games and did what they had to do and beat everybody and, and won the trophy and that's why they dropped confetti they deserved to drop confetti y'all was down 0-2 and then dropped the confetti and still lost the motherfucking game ugh, double L, double L alright, so got that out the way actually got Metball out the way let me see, I'm avoiding what I really don't want to talk about oh, so shout out to the people in Hawaii and the white people who think they can you know the lava is just supposed to get out the way and not tackle the house and whatever, and, you know, oh, how horrible. Like, the volcano erupted. Like, I don't know when the last time a volcano with lava has erupted. It doesn't happen that often, but, I mean, it's happened. So, you know, they're like, oh, it's a shame people's houses being destroyed. It is, but, I mean, shit, that's... You live on an island that was formed from the volcanic eruption. It's full of volcanoes. Like, just because a volcano... Doesn't hasn't erupted in however X number of years don't mean it won't ever erupt. Like I don't I don't understand y'all with that. Like oh we're so surprised. Well I mean it is a volcano. Like you know what happened to Pompeii? That shit ain't erupt forever and then it didn't killed everybody. So I mean it happens. I don't know what to tell y'all. I hope y'all got any lava insurance or whatever the fuck. Um, all right. Oh two suggestions really really quickly. One is a TV show, and one is a podcast. So. This show on NBC with Christina Hendricks, who's Joni from Mad Men, um, Donna from Parks and Rec, I don't, I forgot her real name, sorry, Donna from Parks and Rec, and then this other girl who people seem to know but I never heard of, um, Good Girls, I, network show, it is so good, I very rarely watch anything on network TV, only network TV shows I watch are Blackish and... I, I think that might be it. Like, I can't think of nothing else. I, everything, I, all my shows are on cable, but Good Girls on NBC, it is good. It is so good. I watched the joint straight through. If y'all got on demand or whatever, watch it. It is really, really, really good. Um, recommend that um, as a show. And it just got, I just read it just got renewed. And then there's a podcast called Empire on Blood. So 
anybody again my age or older or anybody to just remember the old drug days this is a um, podcast it's about two dudes um two drug dealers um in the 90s they used to you know sell drugs in the Bronx and one of them got put in jail for murder a double murder actually in that occurred in like 92 and he said he didn't commit it and um it's about it's about the story behind these two guys how the one ended up for murder the murder did he do it did he not do it and it goes really in depth into these two guys personality and it just it takes you back not not that it not that you want to go back but it 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 just puts you back, anybody that grew up in that time, the 80s, the early 90s, remembers that time, it puts you right back in that time, and they bring up things that, you know, just are gonna resonate with you and make sense with you about, like, how things, how different things were, and, you know, how things are now, how the drug game used to be, so I like, I like it for that, I mean, you know, nostalgia, I mean, the crack era was bad, but every day wasn't a, you know, every day wasn't a nightmare, like, we, we did, I mean, we got it popping too, but it's just a good podcast because it just takes you back to that time because things are so different now. When they talk about how it used to be, how the neighborhoods used to be, and you know how you just could shoot somebody in broad daylight, it just—it's a good, but but it's a um, it's a true story, and it's kind of like a murder mystery also because it's like pretty clear that the guy. This guy sold drugs and all that. Yeah, he, he doesn't deny any of that, but he's always said he's never committed these murders, and the murders are what got him locked up. And it and it's pretty clear, I feel, from the beginning, that he didn't do these murders. So it takes you through... I don't want to give too much of the story away because it's a really interesting story, but it takes you through the process of figuring out uh, who did these murders. So um, it's called Empire on Blood, and it's really good. All right, got that out the way. Also want to shout out The Handmaid's Tale. I don't know if y'all watched that. That's on Hulu. It's back now. Yo, The Handmaid's Tale is not for the faint of heart. This season is, is I mean, the whole show is, is really, like, you know, takes it there. But this season here that just started, like, yo, it's, 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 it's like, I'm watching that joint like, god damn. And it's really, it's, it's so good because, honestly, like, if we don't get our shit together, which we might not, like, it's not too far off of where we could be very soon. Like, it's very good at showing how you, you don't get to the Handmaid's Tale right away. You get to it because they erode your rights little by little by little, and nobody says anything because it's little by little, and then you look up, and you and Gilead. And it's like, so it's kind of like surreal to watch because it's like, this is imaginary but not really, because even some of the stuff that they're saying in this imaginary world occurs, like, right now, like, like, you don't, it's not something that's in the future, like, oh yeah, they do that right now, maybe not to that extreme, but that might be the next step, you know, so, it's on Hulu, only thing I don't like about Hulu, and I be, <laughs> I be adding them on Twitter, they don't pay me no mind, but like, I hate service, if you're gonna be a streaming service, then stream, goddammit, release all the episodes at once, so I can just watch them through, oh, what's the fucking releasing a new episode every Wednesday, that's corny, they might as well, that's what TV do, we ain't paying for streaming for that, I hate that, Hulu's the only one that does that, um, and the other thing Hulu does, and I have wrote to them about this, is their streaming speed is too slow, 
their streaming speed will have con- it's constantly um, what do you call it? buffering out and cutting off and stopping and you got to constantly stop and rewind and reset and try to figure out where you were to pick up your stream because the stream drops and every time like, you complain to them they say oh no it's your router it's not the motherfucking router it's not my motherfucking internet I got files I got the fastest shit available I got Netflix it don't occur I got the stupid video nothing it only occurs on Hulu so it ain't the network it's your motherfucking app your streaming speed is not enough because none of the, your shit should not be dropping and buffering like it does, and it's annoying, because you'll be like, like a couple episodes ago I was watching it was right at the they, the pentlement part, they was gonna hang her, and right when they dropped they, right when they went to drop the floor to hang the fucking shit pause, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me, and then you can't never get it right back to the spot it's at, you gotta figure it out so Hulu Y'all, that shit, y'all whack for that, and that's why once Handmaid's Hill go off, I cancel y'all, and I don't turn y'all back on again until it starts up again. All right. So, all right, let's get into it. So, Donald Glover put out this, I think, what's the name of the song? This is America. I've told y'all on here before, I don't like Atlanta. Um, I, I, um, here, here's the thing. I saw the video, I, I didn't, I, whatever. It's not that I didn't like it. I thought the song was, tra- I don't, Donald Glover to me, oh, this is, I so don't want to talk about this nigga. Um, I followed Donald Glover way before Atlanta, way before all the blacks and everything, like way back when he used to be with like Tina Fey, when he was under Tina Fey and Lena Dunham and all them. And I stopped following him because he was just one of them black, he was on there, just, he used to always shit on black women, just one of them, oh, this is our only date exoticals, this is why nobody don't like black women, and then a little shit like that, and I had stopped, stopped following him, this is like back in like 2011, 2012, like way before ATL or Atlanta or any of that shit, and then some other people told me that since then, like when Ferguson was going on, he was tweeting about, you know, how tweeting and all this shit ain't activism and all this bullshit, and, and, um, he just, to me, and I've said this before, I followed him a long time, he was trying to be the little black hipster guy that hangs out with Lena Dunham and Tina Fey and all them, and that shit was not working for him, because that's whack, and if y'all, some of y'all remember, that girl, like, when, um, Lena Dunham had done, I think it's when she did the shit with OBJ, and she wrote that stupid-ass article, and then this girl came out with an article that was like, yo, let me tell you, about Lena Dunham and them, they the type of white people that y'all think they are, like, they hang, they call people niggers, and they think it's cool because they liberals and all that, and they got, like, these two black friends that they hang out with, and the black friends tell them it's okay to say it, and Donald Glover was the black friend that they was talking about, and I knew it when I read that, that that he was the black friend, that nigga basically deleted all them tweets, came out with Atlanta, now he's all super black and whatever, and he makes this video, and this, the, the video was okay, I didn't, only thing I really offended me about the video was him and being with his shirt off with his fucking nasty body hair. That's the only thing that offended me. Like, but the thing that like really I hate this and I I, I hate even if I like something, I will not like it when you motherfuckers start with that. Oh, this is genius. This is this. You too dope. That video was regular degular. It was nothing. What was genius about it? What was so great? The nigga was dancing. Oh, you didn't see the stuff in the background? Yeah, I saw the stuff in the background about Ferguson and police brutality from the dude that was tweeting that for uh this 
uh, Ferguson tweeting is not activism, even though it was, and the dude that was like shooting down the activism in Ferguson to talk about you gotta vote, and now he, he got a video where he's trying to say that, oh, well, we're all distracted by the singing and the dancing. First of all, that's a basic ass thought, because I, let me tell you something, people can sing and dance and pay attention to, to um, the thing that really that really irritates me about that accusation is that it's always made by people who are not bright. Because people who are bright can do both. You can fucking look at the guy dancing and be aware of the stuff in the back. Y'all think you can't because y'all don't pay attention to things until they become in your world and you have to pay attention to them because y'all live in these bubbles. And once it breaks into your bubble, now you think that nobody else is paying attention to it. When people been tweeting about Ferguson and all the shit you was shitting on the whole time, but now here you come all these years later and now everybody's sleeping, not woke because they not paying attention. Nigga, they been paying attention the whole time. Where was you at? That's why I hate that. I hate that because it's always made by basic people. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. Just because people listen to Migos or dance or go to a club or whatever you think, it doesn't mean that they're not paying attention to issues and they're distracted. I get so tired of that shit, but y'all, oh, y'all distracted by Trump and this and that. Trump is not bright enough to run a distraction. It's just there's a lot of shit. Every fucking second of every day, we getting hit with some bullshit. Like, what you want people to do? After a while, people just stop bouncing and reacting. Like, okay, well, eventually, either this nigga gonna get reelected and we just gonna be fucked some more, or he not, or they gonna impeach him, or whatever they gonna do, but it's, you know, I don't know what you want us to do till then. We, I voted, I did my part, y'all wanted to elect this motherfucker, so here we go. Like, I hate when y'all try to make, I hate when people try to make shit that's so, it's not deep. That's, that video was, what was deep about it? It was like, oh, look, he's doing Sambo picture. Oh my God, this nigga went to Google and looked up a Sambo picture, and now he's posing like a Sambo. So unique, so genius. Nobody ever did that before. Oh, let's talk about minstrel shows. Nobody's ever done that before. Y'all never heard of a movie called Pootie Tang? Um, y'all never heard of a movie called Hollywood Shuffle? Um, y'all never heard of a movie called, what was the other one? It was a whole bunch of movies in the 90s, same topic, done way better, okay? About the same thing, about Hollywood Shuffle is genius, that's a genius movie. You want to see something genius? Go watch that. Pootie Tang, same thing. It was one with Jada Pinkett, but I can't think of what it is. Some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Was that Pootie Tang? Jada Pinkett was in Pootie Tang, maybe it's Pootie Tang I'm thinking about, but one with Jada, no, it was Jada Pink. no, not Pootie Tang, Pootie Tang was Chris Rock, that movie with Jada Pinkett and um, Damon Wayans, somebody knows what movie I'm talking about, it was another movie about that topic, like, it's been done, like, now here comes Donald Glover, and just like I said, just cause y'all don't read, and y'all not aware, and, and, and this generation, y'all, not even millennials, like, Z's, X's, whatever is after millennials, cause like, I don't think people realize, like, the youngest millennials are like 30 now, um, y'all are, y'all have so much information, and y'all are like, so ahistorical, like, y'all don't really know anything, and y'all just swear, like, whatever y'all do, when y'all see it, that's the first time anybody's ever done it, so, all I gotta say about Glover is, I don't trust him, I think he's phony, I don't think he's all pro break at any of this, I think he's just all of his stuff, I've said this before and I'll say it here I I may not have said it here, but I've said it before people who grew up black and around black people or in black environments, I'm from Philadelphia Philadelphia is a black city New York, Harlem, wherever you're from people who are from the culture and grew up in the culture you can tell 
when somebody else did not or when they were on the peripheries and, and just like looking in and it's not anything I can put in words but you can tell it you can just tell that's why that's what the whole suburban like suburb kids that y'all get upset about that's where the joke comes from because you can always tell as a city kid when somebody was not from the city when they were from the suburbs you could just tell the way they dressed the way they talked the way they carried themselves not nothing too big of a difference but you can always tell and and people black people who grew up around other black people and who and who were exposed who went to school with black people and were exposed to things and you know didn't grow up out in the suburbs, or maybe one of only black, one of only a few blacks, we can always tell when you're not, because you just have this outlook that is, that's where you get, like we said before, oh, the, oh they didn't like me because I like comic books, all oh, you nerd niggas, like, that ain't it. And Donald Glover, everything he does when it comes to blackness, quote fingers blackness, gives me that feeling. Yes, he's black, but just because you are black doesn't mean that you are authentic. There's a lot of black people out here faking and fronting and was, you know, and now that being woke and being black is in, here they come. But a few years ago, they was trying to run around with Molly and Amy and Lena and them because that was the wave and they, you know, they thought that was cool and us little boogity boogity hip hoppity niggas over here wasn't where it was at. You know, we wasn't cultured. And we, you know, we didn't get in the right places and this, I got to get over here. But that shit didn't work because, uh oh, black people came cool again. I mean, we always been cool. But, you know, oh, let me go run over there. And now everybody want to be activists and everybody want to be woke. And so here comes that. And that's, I could be wrong, but that's the impression I get. That's the impression I've always got. I do not trust him. I do not think he's authentic. I, I don't. He definitely ain't no goddamn genius. I, to me, to me, the shit that y'all say about Bruno, about him being derivative and about him being like a, um, what y'all say? A, 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 a karaoke act or whatever, like he's a rip-off, like he's a makes fun of black music, he's a, um, appropriator or whatever, or like he's not real with it. All the shit y'all say about Bruno, which I think is bullshit, is, up to me, applies to Donald Glover. That little fucking fake-ass music he making that y'all swear is so funky, that shit is like your goddamn little cousin put on your mama's soul records and now he in the living room copying, like it doesn't feel authentic to me, it doesn't feel real to me at all at all, that nigga was on um, Saturday Night Live with his shirt open and like cookout, that nigga don't look like he ever been to a cookout in his life y'all like it, I love it, fine but I'm just so tired like niggas want a hero so bad they want to look up to everything so bad I'm tired of everything that somebody does, oh it's genius oh it's super black, most of that shit be regular as fuck like goddamn. like if everybody's a genius, nobody can't be a genius I don't see this what be so great about a lot of this shit I enjoy a lot of trash like I feel like people think they can't just like shit, everybody gotta, um, their opinion gotta be commodified, or it gotta be some kind of shit that's going over everybody's head, cause you know, I'm super smarty, Audi Negro, and I like dope shit, I like special shit, I don't just like the regular shit everybody else like, cause I'm better, and so they always gotta, everything that come out, you always gotta be a motherfucking genius, or it always gotta be over somebody's motherfucking head, and a lot of times, just basic bullshit, and that's fine, I like plenty of basic bullshit, y'all irritate me though, when y'all try to make like, shit is more than what it is, Janelle Monet put out a fantastic and I hate saying a motion picture, but that's what she called it, it's a motion picture, it's a short film, it's like 40 minutes, that was fantastic, that was visually stunning, and, and, um, what is it called, uh, cultural critique, and it made a commentary on things of our time, 
I thought, and I'm not calling that genius either, but I thought it was way more profound and way and spoke way more than that video Donald Glover did. I'm sorry. I grew up in the 80s, once again, where everybody's video was dope, and I just didn't think that was that, oh, look, it's a pale horse. Okay. I just, I don't, I don't believe him. I don't think he's deep, like y'all say. I think he's a phony. I think he's cashing in because he knows that, oh, let me try, let me be, being black is in now, so let me go ahead and do that. Whenever you see him around other black people like that, somebody, I think, Letitia Wright, when they were all in the Met, um, it was salon. all the black people basically that went to the Met, except for Rihanna was in one shot, and he was the only one that was looking like an outsider, like everybody else was doing black shit, and he come with that little corny, the white guy, that ha- the black guy that hangs out with the white kids, but here I am with the blacks, he just, his energy, his vibes, he just does, I don't trust him, and and, it, and it's honest, I'm not just making this shit, I told y'all, a lot of people didn't just really start following Donald Glover until Atlanta came on, even Atlanta, and I've said this before, the reason I don't like Atlanta, I stopped watching Atlanta because of the trans scene, because I thought that was, perfect example, everybody wants to call the show groundbreaking and all that, this nigga's making fun of trans people and gay people, just as basic as everybody else, so how is this show transformative and groundbreaking and next level, when you just making fun of faggots, and I, I'm saying it in the the way that I mean it, not calling nobody a fag, when you just making fun of quote finger faggots and trans, the same way as everybody else, how, how are you brown breaking, like you, how are you different uh, you know, so I quit watching it after that and then I've seen the other more episodes, but to me that shit is not authentic, that shit to me doesn't resonate, and I've said this before the only character that I even that I even remotely relate to is Paperboy, because Paperboy is a black character that I recognize, everybody knows a Paperboy and I, and, and everybody knows a dope boy or, or, or not even a dope boy, just everybody has that cousin, or that friend, whoever it is, that's just like Paperboy, just, don't ever give a fuck, just calm, just don't, you know, whatever, he, he fought the shit till he ain't, everybody got a paper boy, but that show is not, does not resonate real for me, like, none of the characters act like authentic black people to me paper boy, no dope boy I know who's been hustling and making money and made enough to make a, a demo for himself, is gonna be following his stupid ass dropout cousin around who don't know anything, he's a hustler he a dope boy, he gonna follow this dude around, this dude ain't made one dime like what dope, what drug dealer does that he ain't gonna do that, he like nigga I don't need you I can manage my own shit, I got further doing this just by myself, what I need you for it's not real to me, the Darius character with the Teddy episode that y'all made me watch, it's just 30 hours, or however long of my, hour of my time, I will never get back ain't no black person would've first of all went in that house, you'd have been standing at the motherfucking door, like yo where the piano, you wouldn't have went by yourself cause who moves the piano by yourself, it'd have been at least, at least you and one other boy, cause yo I'm going way out here in these fucking woods in Georgia, I don't know what these crackers gonna do, just come out here with me we get this piano and we bounce, I don't want no problems okay, you definitely not gonna stay in the house, like that's, that's, it's not authentic to me, it's outside looking in, it doesn't get, and that's why I say I don't trust him, because if he was super down and super black like he says, then his shit would be more authentic, blackish is authentic to me, which is a comedy, but the way that he writes um, Dre's mama, and the way he writes Dre's daddy, that's real, and and the interactions, that's real, even with the nerd kid, it's real, because it's authentic, you know that Kenya Barris, who was the creator of that show, and Anthony, whatever his name, Anderson, who writes also for the show, you know that they grew up around black people, and that they always came up around black people, it's because it comes through in the show, to me, 
And maybe it's just because I'm an old nigga. I don't know what y'all new niggas do. Nothing about Atlanta to me, it comes through as authentically black other than there's black people in it. Them situations they be in, the shit they be doing. Look, maybe it's a generational divide. That could very well be it because it's a lot of shit y'all new niggas do that we, I just stay like, who does that? But I'm just, I'm, I'm just suspect of all these new niggas that's how always claiming shit. Oh, that's authentically black. Oh, this is so black and that's so blackly black and the white people can't do this and what? Nobody does that. Nobody does that. Only niggas who do that is niggas that just figured out a few years ago that they was black and now they got to go around figuring out what that means. And okay, well I'm black, so that means it's this and that and that and that, not that. And everything and like I said before, you still um, oriented off of white people. So everything you do is white people in the center, and it's like you either super non-white or you super black. But it's still all coming off this white person, okay? Or the whiteness, whatever you want to call it. That's y'all new niggas. So a lot of shit y'all do don't make no sense to me. Perhaps that's it. Could be. I ain't like the video. I mean, the video was all right. I did not dislike the video. But way, what made me? What made me dislike the video is y'all niggas on on the TL talking about, oh, it's genius, and we hating on him, and oh, he got us irritated. Nah, we just seen that the video really wasn't that deep, and y'all out here acting like this motherfucker just made like a magnus opus, and that video was pretty basic, and it wasn't even that end. And I'm not even going to get into the critiques that a lot of other people made because I don't feel like this dissecting him that much where it really wasn't, like if you want to make a video that's, that's, that's woke, and, and, and a protest video, then show white people shooting up the choir, show a white boy coming, he had, he had, oh, black on, his shit was like, oh, well, let's, we kill each other, like, it was some black on black crime dumb shit, I ain't even gonna get into that, because again, I don't give that nigga that much credit, so I'm not surprised that he put something in there like that, but again, if you was really genius, and you really was all this they said you did, that's what you would've did, you would've put some white dude to come in, and shoot up the choir, you would've made a commentary on what's really going on, not the stupid shit that you, that you just googled for the half hour, oh, bloke, woke, super woke black shit, what should I do, oh, Willie Lynch, no, black on black, like that's, that's what Donald Glover gives me, whatever, y'all could disagree, that nigga's not authentic to me, um, I, the video was basic, I didn't think it was all that great, I saw everything that was going on in the background, I'm like, okay, so then he gonna shoot the choir, okay, and then he gonna shoot this guy, okay, <sighs> shit was whack to me, um, and, I had tweeted something about his wife being white, and I got all you fucking dummies in my mentions talking about, cause I said, Cause I was like, hey, I don't trust. I was like, Glover deleted a bunch of um tweets, and then he jumped up super black, and his wife talking about exoticals and you black bitches tweets, and his wife who was who was white, and I put in parentheses, which doesn't matter except that you know he jumping out super black now, and everybody was like, oh well, if it don't matter why he mentioned, it. I mentioned it because he was one of them niggas that was oh you black bitches and black women this and black women that and I'm dating and and I you know only date exoticals and now you date and now you married to a white woman who we never see so it's relevant because Jordan Peele was married to a white woman too but he don't have that you know background so it's not an issue my point in that is that's another reason I think he's a phony because you married to this white woman you were saying all this 
corny cornball nigga married to the white woman shit on Twitter, and now all of a sudden you jumped out super black, but don't nobody never see your wife. That's why I think it's dishonest. Because if it was real, Jordan Peele don't hide his wife. His wife is be right out there. So if it was real, you would have you hiding her because you know that that shit looks crazy. So whatever. Y'all, I, I don't y'all can add Donald Glover. I don't trust that nigga. Um. So the next thing I wanted to talk about, and I have a new topic that I added since just came up. Um, I don't even know really how to approach this, but it's basically, so what, what's, what set this off? Let me try to remember. Um, it's bad journalism, basically. It's how journalists don't do, haven't done, and continue to not to do their job, and how they just constantly act like they don't see what's, like, these stories that keep coming out, like, for, for instance, Michael, I think his name's Avenetti, Stormy um, Daniels' lawyer, who is doing an outstanding job of out-trumping Trump. Like, what he's doing is what the Democrats should be doing every day, but they don't have the range. Showing how to beat these imbeciles, these morons who are not smart at all, but who know how to fucking use the tools they have, and they know that people are stupid too, and know how to speak straight to stupid, how Avenetti is showing the Democrats how they should do it, but again, they don't have the range, but, so, Michael Avenetti, who is, and I don't know if that's his name, sorry if I'm butchering your name, but he's stormy, and every day, this dude drops a piece of information that he has gotten through, you know, normal, so, attorneys, litigators, whatever they have, they hire investigators, investigators go out and find the facts, and that's how they, you know, gather evidence for their cases, right? Every day, he's dropping some piece of evidence that's not really, like, anything that you have to dig super hard to find. It's just, like, you had to make the effort. Evidence that it shows, proves more and more and more that this motherfucker is a liar and a cheat and all the shit that we know he's doing. And it's just, it makes it so obvious that journalism is shitty. Like, these journalists... You, you guys have no talent because a lot of these things that you keep writing these stories on now that it's too late, now that this motherfucker's elected, that information was out there and talked about before the election, and had you wrote about it, and not them goddamn emails every second of every fucking day, we might not be here, and now y'all are dropping these stories, and y'all acting like every little line is a Pulitzer Prize, and it's like, dog, y'all didn't, this is basic shit, like, y'all could have did this shit before, like, y'all still won't even call, like, the race, y'all still won't even call the race what it was, uh, you know, it's not fucking economic anxiety, it was racism, y'all still won't even admit that, y'all still tiptoeing around it, so it's just like, journalism is really bad, journalists that are out here, they're not talented, just because, like, journalism means you're supposed to find the facts and print them, and, it's all these op-eds, and even the articles that you print, like your your perspective and what you're saying is just ridiculous, and somebody said it's because of lack of diversity in the newsroom, and that's a good point, I didn't think of, but that's a, that's a valid point, because a lot of these takes, and a lot of these opinions are just like, the rest of us is looking at this shit like, what are you talking about? Like, why is it that this attorney for this porn star seems so much more smarter than the president and all his men and all of y'all too, how is that possible, right and so how is that possible that all these people can be that much smarter 
then you people who are supposed to be these journalists and they're supposed to be, you know, so like schooled and so credible and like y'all, you know, so above everybody, I guess. I don't know. Y'all think y'all motherfuckers just like the bee's knees. But like simple people who's not even the job it is to really report news are like out hustling y'all. Like it's just I just I, I'm tired of of people talking around things, right? And people making excuses for things. And like the media has been very very complicit in Trump's election. And that's why they got so mad at the the girl and I forgot her name, so sorry, telling jokes at the goddamn press corps um dinner because she called y'all out on it. She stated the obvious, she stated what everybody already knows. All right, which is y'all were complicit in this bullshit. You didn't do your job, and that's why we're here now. Because y'all, I'm sorry, hold on. Because y'all didn't do y'all fucking job. And I'm just, I like, I'm tired of like everybody pretending like it's something else. Like, Rachel Maddow has been on this shit since the beginning. Rachel Maddow has been drawing a map as to what this shit was since the fucking beginning and when she did the thing with Donald Trump's taxes y'all wanted to tell her that it was a waste of time and she wasn't really doing nothing and ah this wasn't the smoking gun because you you don't even know what's important you don't, you're not able to distinguish what's important and what should count and you know what people should be looking into like and that's what I mean by lack of talent like you don't even know what's fucking important, sorry, I had this on the stand, but, um, the battery's running low, so I have to charge it, um, I just, I don't know, I, I just, I'm really tired of everybody pretending like they're giving a fuck, and pretending like they're doing something, and pretending like they know what's going on, but not really doing anything, and not ever giving a fuck, and everybody's just so tied up in their emotions, and everybody like, oh, she read him, and everybody just thinks that, telling people off, and saying a little piece, and even I love Maxine Waters, but that little clip y'all kept re-tweeting um, of her, saying that she wasn't gonna yield any of her time, so what, so what, so what, so what, like, we have a nation full of emotional babies, and we think that just getting our shit off is all that matters, and that's acting, ooh girl, you told him, listen man, listen, your feelings, nobody really gives a fuck, like, we are a nation full of emotional babies, and everybody just think they little feelings are just everything, and they're not, and, like, I don't know, like, your parents, or whoever, somebody just did you a disservice, because your feelings may be very real, they may be very real, but that does not mean they're valid, and it does not mean they take precedence over anything, over anything, and this whole fucking fiasco we're in is because people don't know how to get out of their feelings and that's how Trump got elected and that's how he's probably because people don't know how to get out of their feelings and do what is best regardless of how it makes you feel sometimes you have to do what is best regardless of how it makes you feel or how you feel about it. And I don't know what occurred that made y'all think that your feelings are the most important thing. They're not. They are not. Everybody has feelings. Everybody's feelings are not valid. I'm sorry. You may feel very strongly about something. They may be very real. Somebody else don't give a fuck and feel totally different. And... That's why we don't run the world off of feelings. 
That's why we run the field of, of world off of facts and objective things that everybody can see and agree on. But we can't even get to that now because people can't get out their fucking feelings. Because anything that dis- that disagrees with their worldview or their little fucking emotional breakdown, they don't want to accept it. And I'm tired of that. And I'm like, I'm, I'm checking out. Like, I'm, I'm about to check out of the world because I'm, t- I'm tired. And that's why Donald Glover, a lot of us are singing and dancing and bopping and migosing and everything because we see the bullshit. And we like, well, shit, if this is what it's going to be, I'm just going to be over here. Y'all call me when y'all ready to get serious, right? Because I did all I can, and it ain't no talking to y'all because y'all just the big bundles of emotions running around screaming at each other, and I'm not with that. That's why. That's why people are entertaining themselves. And it's not just us. If it had, This is just, again, y'all don't know anything. Y'all don't Google anything. Y'all don't read anything. So you don't know that in all times of trouble and turmoil, um, debauchery and entertainment and frilly, I don't know, whatever you call it, frivolity, it's what people turn to because, goddamn, what else is there to do? Everything in our, in our everyday life is miserable. Every piece of news we have is another shoe dropping, so what should we do? We should just sit here miserable? No, people look for a release because this shit sucks every minute of the day, so let's try to do this and make it suck less. So you not being deep, critiquing, oh, well, everybody's distracting, everybody not paying attention. No, we was paying attention. The ones that wasn't paying, y'all wasn't paying attention when paying attention mattered. When it was time to fucking vote for Hillary Clinton, which was the thing to do, and you wanted to vote for Jill Stein and Bernie Sanders and write in fucking Deputy Dog and Scooby Doo and make your little fucking point because you couldn't get your way. And now here we go. So don't talk to us about distractions and all the bullshit because we did what we were supposed to do, and y'all thought y'all knew everything, and y'all had it, and you know, y'all gonna burn the system down, all this bullshit. All right, well, y'all got it. Y'all got it. We gonna be over here. So. I don't know, journalism sucks, media sucks, and I'm not really sure if we're ever going to get back on track. Okay, so last point I wanted to talk about is Ophelia Banks got on the radio on Friday and was just talking big shit about Cardi B. Look, I can't stand Azalea Banks. I ain't never liked her. She didn't came after every big star there is. She's full of shit. She got on the radio last time and cried them little crocodile tears talking about she's discriminated against and trying to bring up this colorism. Bitch, you're not discriminated against. You're fucking pain in the ass. You're not as talented as you think you are. And you fucking get in your own way and you sabotage your own career. And everybody who has ever come in touch with you in any capacity, has said it. And you have had chance after chance after chance, and you blow them all. Again, you got your little fans, that little music you had, it was a little wave, but we off that now. Nobody is fucking going for that club shit no more, except for like 50-year-old gays. And you want to talk shit about Cardi B, and be, and you the most talented, you're not that talented. You know what? Because talent is more than just being able to rap. Talent is being able to be a star and make it. And those girls have been able to do that, and you have not. And you have had more chance just granted to you than anybody else. Even when you was popping off at the mouth about Rihanna, she still was um, gonna let you write a song, but then you went too far. Like, I... 
and you clowns, you clowns, and I said this the last time she went on the radio, oh, well, she's making a good point, no, she's not, no, she's not, that crazy bitch be cutting up, first of all, first of all, she's clearly mentally unstable, and bringing her on the radio and letting her take mentally unstable shit, like, black people get on my nerves with this shit, I've said this before, when people are clearly have mental issues, and they're clearly crazy, and there's clearly something wrong with them, and y'all wanna act like they die, and it's just tripping, and everything is funny, Azalea Banks is, I don't know if she's schizophrenic, or bipolar, or what she is, but there's something wrong with her, okay, and if you, somebody need to tell her, and if they have told her, or whatever, I, you don't need to be bringing her on the radio to say the bullshit that she says, because clearly something is wrong with her, alright, um, Cardi though, like, uh, Cardi done deleted her Instagram, like, Cardi, Cardi, Cardi I wish you would, I mean, and Cardi put up a little post, and I mean, it was funny, she was like, yeah, I've read this thing a few times for you, Akilah and the Bees, cause basically Azalea was talking about she's stupid and she can't talk and all this and all that, and that's people have said that about Cardi before and, um, whatever, if you think that, I'll just say this, if you think that some... I grew up in the inner city, I grew up in Philadelphia, I grew up in, and the people who grew up in other places, everybody knows hood, hood girls, and you know, hood dudes, or whatever, they don't necessarily speak the proper English, and some, some even your grandpa, grandparents don't necessarily speak the proper English, but that don't mean they're stupid, right, and so, you, when you think that because somebody doesn't speak proper English, or drops a few double negatives, or uses slang, or vernacular, or whatever, that is not proper, that that means they're stupid, that says more about you than it does about them, because let me tell you, some of the dumbest people in the world are, are, perfect example, the Republican Party, these fucking idiot dumbasses, but they, you know, have, they know that if you speak properly, certain people will think you're intelligent, because you're speaking properly, when you're dumb as fuck, and the easiest way to figure it out is to start asking them the questions differently, in different ways, and pretty soon you'll see they're dumb, alright, so, again, if you think that the way somebody speaks because they, you know, they don't speak properly, means that they're stupid, you don't, you, they, you know what they call you? They call you a mark, because you're the motherfucker that goes up in the hood, or wherever you go, and you underestimate people, and you think people are dumb, and then when they step over you, now you mad and bitter, and you on the, on the radio talking about how they don't speak English and all this bullshit, her shit is old, it's tired, it's through, all she does is when somebody makes it, she comes at them and fires shots at them, and tries to come up off of that, because she think that's gonna give her a wave, and somebody gonna play her fucking music, because yeah, you know, she's the best rapper, actually, I don't think you the best rapper, personally, you are alright, but I mean, I don't, you know, that 212 was a long time ago, sis, honestly, and again, you, you know, talent is more than just being able to rap, talent is to be able to be successful, and you've not been able to do that, so how talented are you really? You can't even fucking keep your mouth shut long enough not to blow an opportunity that somebody's trying to give you, so I don't really know how, you know, talented you are, but you got your stands, and they still, they swear to God, I saw that that song you played on the radio was tired, it was through, um, next case, um, but the thing about Cardi, though, like, Cardi, I just wish she pays so much, she, she wrote that post to Azalea, and she reacts to everything, she gives people too much energy, like, Cardi, you are a star, you are doing it, your album is dope, you got all the, like, ignore these hoes, stop responding to us, you gave her all this, you give her float fuel, you give her fire, that's what she wants, she wants a reaction, people like that, you just gotta ignore them, she's irrelevant, what you say on, on Bickerhead, stupid hoe, unemployed, unemployed, unimportant, all that shit, that that unemployed, that's her, that is her, she's not booked, 
None of that. So don't give her no, just ignore her. Just ignore her. Like, she's taking shots at everybody. Don't give her no full post. Don't comment on her. That's what she wants. She's nobody. She's nothing. You're a star. And I, and, and just, you get so upset when people say things about you. They're gonna say something about you, Cardi. They say about you whether you were, when you were a failure. They say it when you were a success. So you, you don't, don't pay attention to what they say. You just do you. Like Jay said, set your, set your price, live your life. Them niggas is broke. She's at home in Harlem, wherever the fuck she live in some dirty ass apartment, cutting up chickens, broke as a joke. Fuck her. Don't delete your Twitter and and everybody that say something. You don't gotta respond, yo. You are one of you give someone some of the best interviews out here. Yeah, um, like you said, you're gonna say it as humbly as you possibly can. You are very rich. So, you don't need to worry about these chicks. Let them shits talk. Let them bitches run their mouth. That's all they can do is run their mouth. They broke. They ain't got no money. They ain't doing nothing. Fuck them. And I just I just wish you would just get that. Like, you don't got to pay attention to them. Who cares? You don't got to say nothing to them. They, they, let them talk. Let them talk. They ain't nowhere where you be at. You don't see them nowhere, do you? You don't. Um, Nikki took shots at you. You handled that well. Like you handled it well. You you said what you said. You didn't say nothing really. She the one that started. She's all, all negativity. She starts all the shit. She's always trying to play the victim. You, you played that very well. We saw your little pictures at the netball. I saw your told your face was totally all right, bitch. But I still don't fuck with you. You had the same look as you did when um that hilarious clip where your sister told you about the bag <laughs> and you was real mad and everybody could tell that you ain't think that shit was funny. You you had that same face, um, yeah, I just, uh, I'm a fan, I'm from way back, you ain't never gonna hear this, but, like, I just wish you were not, I wish you could just ignore these bitches, like, you going, you a star, you gonna get further and further and further, people gonna talk and talk and talk, just let them talk, just let them talk, let them, you know, they can't, they, they, they mad, and they jealous, and they bitter, and they ugly, and they ain't talented, alright, so let them talk about your teeth and let them talk about your grammar who gives a fuck, alright you taking them checks to the bank and you got a hot ass album, so and everybody like you, so you know, step over them hoes like Iverson in the finals alright um, alright, so wow that, that went a lot further than I, than I thought it was, so alright, so um, Genghis Kicks I, I, um I got a few pairs I'm gonna post for y'all. They basically so um the what is it the Air Max um, ones have these new. They got this curry, so it's red curry, green curry, yellow curry that they drop. I put them up there. Um, There's a couple other pairs um, coming out. What was the drop that I meant to tell y'all about the drop? But I oh there was the clay um, Jordan ones that drop. I wasn't able to get them, which. Good thing. Oh, let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all what happened. I'm gonna tell y'all this story because it's just I, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta share it with somebody. <laughs> like it got to. Um, so you know, and, and it's my fault too. That's another reason why I could tell the story because it's really my fault. So, um, you know, I, tax season came around, right? Uh, um, you know, I did my taxes, and unfortunately, because I always owe. Like once you make past, I, once you make past a certain salary you just owe money, like, right, so it's at those times that I get Republicans with taxes, but I keep saying, I had, I had an accountant when I, when I lived in D.C., I had an accountant, 
but I haven't had one since then, and I haven't, I keep asking people to refer me to accounts, and nobody ever has a referral, so I don't know, but I need an accountant, so I've been doing my taxes by myself, and clearly I'm not doing them right, because I always owe all this money, whatever, and everybody else always telling me they, you know, they write this off, and they write that off, so, I mean, I've been using TurboTax, and it's my fault, because I really should get an accountant, because I got, sh- I, I don't need to be doing that shit myself, and I'll know next time, but anytime, this, this time, so I ended up owing, I didn't owe the federal government that much, but I owed New York State um, taxes, right? So, and I don't know if you know, when you owe taxes, like, don't pay them shit. I mean, pay them, but, like, set up a payment plan and pay them the minimum, because the IRS ain't going nowhere, and you can send them, you know, $20, like, whatever, you can send them $20, as long as you're paying on it, them motherfucking taxes ain't going nowhere, and you're gonna be owing them anyway, right? So, I was gonna set up the payment plan, but when you fill out the form to set up the payment plan, right, they make you check this box to say, you know, okay, oh, you gotta, if you don't, if you get a refund, then you don't gotta check the box, because you get a refund. But if you owe taxes, you gotta check the box, acknowledging you owe taxes, right? So, I checked the box, and then you got to fill out the separate form for a payment plan, so I set out the separate form for the payment, I set it up, boom, everything all good, and I'm like, okay, start the payment plan on the, th- the first, right, that's, they ask you the date you want to start the payment plan, start the date, so, boom, everything's all good, whatever, I'm going to pay these taxes, they, whatever, they can't get them from me from when, when I'm dead, right, they just get this little $20, it wasn't $20, but I set up, like, a minimum payment, right, um, so, you know, the first world rolls around, rent check, you know, I can always tell, I know how much you're gonna get, and I can tell when the rent come out, because, you know, a big chunk comes out, and then you got what's left over, so I look, and on the day the big chunk came out, I was like, okay, the rent came out, boom, so, you know, I'm, everything is everything, I'm going through the month, then, like, a few days ago, my bank hits me with, like, you, when there's a return um, item, they hit, they hit, they send you a message or whatever, right, so I get this return item, I'm like, return item, what it, I ain't, ain't nothing gonna be, like, I know every, I know, I got my bills, so, like, nothing gonna be returned, the money is there, what you talking about, so I look, these motherfuckers, New York State taxes done took out the full amount of the taxes on the first of the month, they took out the full amount, the full amount, 1500 motherfucking dollars at one pop, out, on the first, so, of course, when my rent check, which is more than $1,500, comes through, all the money's not there, so that was the return item, so I'm looking like, what the fuck, so I call up the New York State, shady ass shady, and I mean, I knew nothing, I knew nothing was, I mean, it's the tax money, I knew they wasn't gonna give it back, but I just wanted to fucking, I just wanted to complain and vent and get shit off my chest, like, y'all fucking took the money, I ain't authorized y'all, actually, I, I did call, because I was like, I didn't authorize y'all to take no $1,300, I know I owe you taxes, but you can't just take my shit, I gotta authorize you to take it, and I ain't authorized you to take no motherfucking $1,300, she's talking about, oh, well, you put your direct deposit information in, yeah, I put my direct deposit information in on the payment plan, not for y'all to take my $1,300 motherfucking dollars, she's talking about, oh, well, when you checked the box for the payment to go on the first, yes, I sure did, for the payment plan, you require us to check the box, the only way you can get to the, the screen for the payment plan is to check the box, so whatever, she's talking all this bullshit scam scam, scam, I'm just getting shit off my chest basically, cause I didn't got my money now, I know I'm not getting it back, so, but I'm pissed now, because now I got transferred money from the other account to, to, right, to pay the rent, which I wasn't planning on doing god damn it, this is, the check that just came is the offering check, that's your party check that's your buy sneakers check, or whatever you gonna do ass check, right, not this time, cause I had to pay, um, shuffles a little bit of money over, out of that to, to cover the rent that got returned I'm just like, what the fuck anyway, I just had to share y'all, that was some fucking bullshit, and that shit fucking hurt my feelings, I was like, wait a minute, what are you doing, 
like, and good thing, like, what if I would've, what if I would've, like, I don't know, had something else that I had to pay, all my shit would've been returned, I got it, I set it up so it only pay the rent, and, like, I think the phone bill, one bill, like, on the, on the first of the month check, you know, and grocery, regular groceries and all that shit, but only one bill and the rent come out on the first, I do all my other bills on the second check, what, but what if I'd have had, like, some other shit, right, like, y'all, y'all would've had me fucked up out here, so, I just had to share that shit, cause that shit hurt my feelings, I was like, yo, y'all took the whole amount, are y'all for real, I mean, it's paid now, I guess, but I ain't wanna pay that shit, fuck y'all, I wanted to pay y'all the 20 fucking dollars till I fucking die, and you never get your money, (laughs) that was my plan, I ain't want y'all to get y'all fucking money, but, again, it's my fault, next year for taxes, I will be getting an accountant, and it's worth it, to pay him the 200, 300, whatever dollars, even if it means that I don't owe any money, if I don't owe any money, I gotta pay him $300, it's more, it's way better than getting $1,500 snatched out of your fucking check all at once, right, so, next year, I will definitely get an accountant, I'm not doing these taxes no more, doing them was a pain in the ass, then I had to do it, I had to mail them in, because I don't know, the TurboTax shit was messed up, like, I don't know if y'all know, if y'all do, when y'all do another scam, another scam, when you do TurboTax, so if you do TurboTax for 2016, and then you you use TurboTax again for 2017, you gotta use a whole nother TurboTax, you can't just, like, go back to TurboTax and log in from the last time, that don't work, you gotta do use a whole different TurboTax, I'm not talking about paying, everybody know you gotta pay every year, you gotta use a whole different platform, and so, um, to even pay your taxes is like a pain in the ass, because when you try to pull it, I had, I was trying to pull my information from the previous year, shit wasn't working, and so, they wouldn't, they wouldn't accept it or some shit, so I had to file it by hand, dog, I'd rather get set on fire than ever have to file a paper tax return ever again in my life, you gotta gather up all them W-2s, you gotta gather up all these motherfucking receipts, you gotta send them to five different places, never again in my life, and as a matter of fact, I gotta um, I got the filing in on time, but I gotta resend one of my forms in, cause with all the confusion, I forgot to sign the federal joint, so they returned that for me to sign the shit, so I gotta send that in Ugh, never again, I'm getting to count, but anyway, alright, so this is, um, I don't know what I'm gonna call this, this is episode 152, thanks for asking, um, as I've said before, so as y'all don't know, I've consolidated my account, so you can follow me and follow this podcast, all at KMGZ on Twitter, um, I'm still on SoundCloud though, so y'all can mark, remark and like there, please do, please like me on iTunes, um, the, the podcast e- email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com none of y'all ever write but um, I check it from time to time so if you do write I'll get back to you as soon as I see it um yeah so that's it episode I don't know what I'm gonna call this um uh I talked about a lot on this joint I don't know so as usual it's I know I've been on a run and not having titles sorry y'all this will go up actually pretty soon so I'll have to come up with one quickly anyway Thanks for listening. Um, to thanks for asking. Sorry I'm late. I should be on time next week. Um, all right. See y'all next week. Peace.